Excellent. An ale for me. And for my officers. In fact, ales for everyone. Turn backward. With Rick and Rick and Will and Zemma. Oh, yes. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to Ten Backward, a UK-based Star Trek podcast, um, based here in the UK, featuring myself, Will Turland, uh, a lady to the right of me, Gemma Turland. Hello. A man over the magic of the internet, it's called Rick Palmer. Joe Landrue. Yay! <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> and another man, Rick Everson. What? Rick Everson? Is Rick Everson? What the hell? He's not here. Where What's is happened? he? What's happened? Where's he gone? Um, um, I can't think of any relevant... I wish I'd thought of a Star yeah, Trek-based thing that he was caught up in. That um, uh... I, I haven't... Rick Palmer, do you have is any... He not, well, has he been exposed as <laughs> an artificial, uh, a artificial human and has been disappeared by... Uh, What's the, the face? The Jacques Vash. Jacques Vash. Jacques Vash. Jacques Vash. Jacques Vash. Um, I don't know. Um, he's poorly. Is the in the real world? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what that's they the want thing. you to believe. Have you spoken uh, to him okay. personally? Uh, that is exactly or have you what, been, the, yeah, what you, Jack Vash would want Jack you to Vash, think. Jack Vash has got control of WhatsApp. There's bots. Okay. Well, ironically, bots running all of his communications. Oh, they wouldn't allow that. <laughs> well, they don't mind AI. Uh, well, don't know. Yeah, no, they seemingly they... don't mind AI. Oh, but well, no. Well, no, but... that's that's Starfleet, isn't it? Yes. I, I was I was going to ask if it's if, is it okay to make a joke about Rick Everson having coronavirus? But well, <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, Rick Everson was making that himself. He was That's joking true. about that himself. Yeah. But whether or not we can do it in podcast form. You've kind if, of already done it. If uh, in like three or four episodes of time, Rick Everson is dead from coronavirus, then I can, <laughs> I'll edit it out. <laughs> We've talked about it here. But otherwise, we'll keep, we'll keep it. We'll keep it. Yeah. It's funny watching watching the news stories about, about um, coronavirus. It's part of me thinking that these, these newsreaders and journalists are going... Ah, wouldn't it be great if it sort of there was like a mass outbreak and, and terror <laughs> spread across the world? Because that would make me as a journalist. <laughs> I, I wonder if the, the dead started to rise. Because that's how it is in the yeah. movies. Yeah. And I've always and wanted to say that. The people on, the, um, on all the cruise ships and they're trying to really ramp up the tension saying, you know, what's it like? Is it like some sort of hell on zom- earth? Are there any zombies? Yeah. <laughs> But they're, the they're always like, no, it's all right. Yeah, it's not that bad, really. The food's got a bit boring, <laughs> but it's all right. It's understandable, isn't it? It's a sensible precaution. It's well, everyone's really reasonable about it. And you can just hear the desperation in a journalist's voice when they're like, "Come on, freak out!" <laughs> um, but anyway, we're here. We're not here mm. to talk about current events. Pish, um, of course not. We, well, we are here to talk about a current event, which is episode four of the TV show Star Trek Picard, mm. um, which we've all literally just watched. Um, I I have to confess, I, I've got a little routine where I watch it at about 11 o'clock at night when it pops on Amazon Prime um, on a Thursday. 
and then I rewatch it with you, Gemma. Indeed. Um, just before doing the podcast, and, uh, I, and I'm really enjoying that little that yeah, little ritual. And I knew I knew uh, prior to watching it that you really liked it because of how you had a dream and spoke in your sleep about <laughs> how much. Oh yes, it's really good actually. And I knew that. <laughs> I did do that. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait! Did you have a well? Did you have a dream about reviewing this episode? I think I did. <laughs> I think I had a dream about it. I think, yeah, I think it was a dream about at least talking about yeah. Star Trek Picard. But Someone yeah, asking the... you if you enjoyed it. So, yes, yes, it's good actually. <laughs> it was way more manly than that. When I said it mostly. Anyway. Yeah, so, uh, uh, Rick, what did you make of this episode? Well, like you guys, I really enjoyed it. I, I think cool. it, had a, it had a really nice... The last uh, the last few episodes have had a... Started with a flashback to about... To around the time of the, of the attack mm-hmm. on Mars and things that are happening around that time. And in this episode, we get that again, but we get... Um, it starts on a, on a colony... A Romulan colony that's happened after the events of the supernova, and I, I thought that was a really strong start to the episode. I, I loved all that stuff. I thought it was yes. excellent because it it touched yeah. on some it touched on some it touched on some sort of Picard lore. I think it. I was I was I I, I have to admit I really enjoyed it when they mentioned they said to his face how he didn't like children because no, that children, goes all yeah. the way back to yeah. to the very first episode of TNG. Yeah. yeah. I felt exactly um, the same. As soon as they mentioned that, I was like, ah, oh, brilliant. <laughs> Counter at Farpoint. I'm not a family man, Riker. And yet Starfleet has given me a ship with children aboard. Yes, sir. And I... Uh, I don't feel comfortable with children. You're making the Admiral uncomfortable, Elmore. He dislikes displays of emotion. And he's not overly fond of children. Not at all. Yeah. And all that stuff was really good. And... Um, and the introduction of elements of Romulan culture is is, is very interesting. I, I like the warrior nuns. I I thought mm. all his stuff with yeah. um, Elnor. Elnor is it Elnor the the oh. young guy when he was a yeah. kid. Is Elgor so. or is it Elgor? El- Elnor. El- Al- Al- it's not Algor. Al- <laughs> it's Algor. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I yeah. thought it started really strongly. I, I loved all that stuff. Um, and in general, I, I just I thought it was an excellent episode. It just it carried the story forward. Um, we get to see more stuff in space. We get to see, mm-hmm. you know, as as the as the episode progresses, we get some exposition about what's been happening in Rome, in that area of space. And you know, it it it, yeah. it, it did a lot. I think it 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 does. This series seems to do a good job of of kind of bringing the, the viewer up to speed, both both the person that's watched TNG before and the viewer who's new to this. So mm. yeah, I liked it. Yeah. There is one thing that I have noticed myself thinking in the last few episodes is that um, I really don't think that the Federation ceasing the, um, the, the mission to save the Romulans after that attack, I, I can kind of see why they did that. Like I, I can see how there was a reaction to that incident, hmm. um, and that's yeah, yeah. and that's kind of present and that's kind of presented as a in a way of the, the, the federation abandoning this 
this project, this, this mission to help save the Romulans, which I guess in a way it is, but, and I, and I speak as someone who, you know, is, is wary of the Federation, but I, I, I mean, I, that's the only thing I think of, I can think of watching these episodes is where I've kind of thought, you know, not, it's not a negative, but it's just something I think about when I've watched the last few episodes, when they discuss this, what happened 14 years ago. Well, I think that's I think that's interesting because it, it feels like it's a it's a sort of a real world situation, mm. actually, in that there are sort of two sides to that. Well, maybe, you know, more than two sides to that sort of story and many different factors that led to that decision that the Federation um, pulled out of helping the Romulans. And it, it feels like a sort of a realistic political situation where there isn't necessarily a sort of a right or or wrong answer but i think i think the show presents i guess we get to see particularly in this episode we get to see um you know the romulans suffering uh from from the withdrawal of that of that help um and i guess and and i guess the show is very much from picard's point of view and he was he was very much of the opinion that the the Federation was wrong to not to be helping the Romulans. And so mm. we were kind of with him in, in that respect, but, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, t- I take your point on that, Rick. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was I'm... not, <laughs> I'm sorry. And you, you go. Yeah. Like I say, it's not a, it wasn't a negative um, point as such. It's, it's just something I've, I've, I've noticed is, is that kind of aspect to it is that it does seem like they're, they're in the story it's painted as a sort of a federation abandonment of of the romulans whereas um yeah like we were saying it considering what happened on mars it, it seems in a way like a in some way a reasonable decision at least initially i don't know i don't know yeah. if we'll explore that um but yeah i mean apart from that mm-hmm. I, I really liked it um i did chuckle yeah. at the <laughs> i did chuckle when he goes back to the planet um vashti and there's a there's yeah. a Romulan, Romulans only sign. I like. Yes. <laughs> why is it? Why is it in English? Well, it's <laughs> oh, no for, point for humans, in, sorry, no, of course. There's no yeah. point in telling. Ro- yeah. yeah, I guess so. Yeah, non-Romulans for, something in Romulan. Like what? No, you're yeah, right. As soon as I said that, I realised oh, why. No, it's cool. But yeah, that made that made me chuckle. <laughs> like, damn. I like damn. how he just picked it up and. He was he was obviously oh, he was uh, he, he was, was trouble, orchestrating he? a fight there. Oh whoops! Oh, well, I just oh this sign's falling. Oh, what are you going to do about that? Falling on the floor, Romulan. I'm not a Romulan. I'm, I'm going to sit down down here and dust off this table. Waiter, I'll have a glass of uh, Chateau Picard, the '86, please. <laughs> Oh, uh, you don't have it, you say? Well, I just happen to bring a bottle along. So, you know. <laughs> I've got this little, weird, weird little, little string back. <laughs> Rotate it so that you can see the label. <laughs> um, but I, I, I was going to say, do you, do you think every episode is going to start with a flashback to it the um, Mars event? Yeah. And right. enlarging on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, because that's I guess that's how they're going to tell the story of the Mars event, isn't it? I mean, obviously, they're going to yeah. encounter things or people that were involved in it. But um, it, it does feel like every episode we're getting a slightly different viewpoint of yeah. of what happened there. But but uh, quite often Picard's involved. Indeed. Um, 
I like it. What did you guys think about that, what happened in this episode? Because at the end of episode three, we were all set, we thought, to go to Free Cloud. I mean, in this episode, we find out that Picard has come up to the captain and gone, uh, <clears throat> uh, can we please go to, uh, <laughs> to Vashti, please? And yeah. don't, tell, don't tell anyone. Um, Definitely don't go because to they her. want to. They want to be surprised by it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and annoyed. Yeah, and yeah. Annoyed. <clears throat> I would say early on in the episode, I was a bit like, oh, "Okay, so this is another, this is another delay <laughs> to the actual point of the story." Uh, and I, I, I felt kind of a little bit annoyed by it at first, but but then actually, I, I. Like you were saying, Rick, I really enjoyed the... It was like a real kind of deep dive into Romulan mm. culture in this episode. And it again reminded me of how we we don't know all that much about the Romulans no, and the rest of what we've seen in Star Trek. And it mm. was great to see... Um, we You know, we talked about um, the Romulan relocation and the and the... The trouble that they've had and, and stuff, but we'd we'd not seen it yet on screen, and it, mm. it was great that we we got to go to a planet and see a, a Romulan colony. Yeah, and I I really enjoyed all that stuff, and I yeah I I really liked the um the lady warrior nuns. Oh, they're so cool. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty badass, yeah. and they've recruited a a dude nun who can't really be. <laughs> he can't. He be. can't really be an official he's, warrior he's, nun. He's, yeah, being a man, he can never really be one of them. Yeah, that was a, that that's was an cool. interesting kind of subversion of of yeah, um, like the stereotype of the usual of warriors, yeah. isn't it? I I like I liked that because it didn't that it it didn't feel heavy handed. It felt like just a matter of a fact. Yes, that's that's was, their culture, and in their was, culture, they yeah. have female warrior nuns. And dudes can't be dude warrior nuns, and that's it was. It was. Yeah. It was so matter of fact, wasn't it? It was so. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. it didn't feel like their ethos of complete um, honesty, candor. Candor. candor, candor, yeah, which is opposed to the the um, usual um, Romulan society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no three star, yeah, no three star trip advisor reviews. <laughs> yeah, see the one star or five stars. <laughs> Superb, this was dreadful. That's it. Worst trip ever, best trip ever. <laughs> um, what? it's not, it doesn't have to be extremes. No, I know, I know, but I get because the, the way they talk about it is. It's like, <laughs> As soon as the sort of thought or emotion enters your mind, you say I understand it, don't you? what no, but I'm saying candor means. But that's how they that I'm saying that's how they describe it in the episode, isn't it? But but as um, yeah, nothing between nothing between thought and speech, right? What's the way of absolute candor? It's their primary teaching: total communication of emotion without any filter between thought and word. As the yeah, no, the, no, yeah, the, the, um, the not Tilly, the not Tilly, but kind of quite a lot like Tilly, yeah. uh, Dr. Character says, doesn't that just kind of get really annoying? <laughs> yeah, which, yeah, it would. Um, um, what did you guys think? Of, so, there was a scene quite early on where we're on the ship, but we're kind of back in 
Chateau Picard. They really want to use that set, don't they? <laughs> That's what I thought, yeah. You are, I was thinking. I was like, they are not done with this set, are they? Mm. Um, a, minor, a minor nitpick I had on that yes. scene is that when Picard paused the simulation, the fire didn't pause. Only the birds paused. Mm. That isn't a minor uh, nitpick, though, is it? That's That's... It's That's big quite point. fundamental, isn't it? I may, I think, I'm not going to watch the rest of the series. Yeah. No, no, it's no, done. It's stupid. If you pause it, can you pick something up off the desk? I don't know. I think we've probably discussed in previous podcasts how inconsistent the rules <laughs> of the holodeck are. So it's nice to see that um, holodeck that, that rules are still 100% inconsistent in Picard. <laughs> I'm um, getting a little bit annoyed. We've seen two more um, holo- holographic characters on that ship. Now. Oh, and you're you're yeah. not loving those guys. Although I don't but... hate the um, what was it? What was it? The end? What was he like? A, the battle? The yeah, he was like a um, defense. Phaser firing. Phaser firing one. The grumpy Spanish phaser firing one. Yeah, Actually, yeah. I didn't hate him, but um, yeah. Because uh, in it's that... just saves on saves on paying actors, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a bit of a gif yeah. that way. I liked that he in that simulation he was a um, uh, the hologram who showed up was a uh, what what did they call it hospitality, hospitality hologram? Yes, yeah. But then as soon as the rough tough pilot guy showed up, he ran at work. He just disappeared, and that he <laughs> that guy was like, "Hey, that fucking hologram!" <laughs> <laughs> I really like that. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that fucking hospitality hologram. Maybe it's like when he got those that hologram um, software, um, he he didn't know how to set it properly. Now it's stuck, <laughs> like it's stuck on some annoying settings. Like he can't yeah. get, he can't get like, the what? settings for what he wants because it's just yeah. really complicated. So he's stuck yeah. with yeah. all these holograms looking like him. And yeah, it's like, oh, what have I done? Why do they all look like me? Maybe he's got like the sort of um, like the trial version, yeah. and he doesn't want to pay <laughs> to unlock the full version. So he's kind of stuck with like the sort of defaults. <laughs> oh, they all look like me. That's a... He's like, oh, I'm not going to pay fourteen ninety nine a month. I'm not an idiot. These will do. <laughs> yeah. I just swear at them. That'll yeah. help. <clears throat> but I do like. Yeah. I do think that they're getting a, a good sort of ensemble together. They're they're, yeah. they're getting a yeah. crew together. I like that, and and I do think it's working. I do think Picard with new characters is working, maybe a little better than I thought it would. I don't know. I mean, I was never too mm. worried about that, but mm. there was a part. There was a part of me that was a little sad, perhaps, that some of the people from, from TNG weren't involved. But you know, I've been proved wrong. I, I, it's yeah. those those characters do. He like Patrick Stewart does have good, good to have chemistry with those characters. I, I feel mm. like they're each yeah. they're each kind of they're each functioning as an important part of the story and that crew. So mm. especially the like... the cool um, uh, Romulan warrior guy. He's pretty cool. Yeah. He yeah, was pretty I like, cool. I like Space Elf. Yeah. Going, going <laughs> yeah. Back, he has not disappointed me. I no. think it was uh, something you called out, Gemma, that it was it was pretty obvious. As soon as, soon as mm. you got to that first scene and Picard was hanging out with, with him as a kid. Especially at the point where they're practising the... Um, 
uh, oh, uh fencing. what's the word? fencing yes that yeah was bang you were like well yeah. of course he's going to be space health yeah. <laughs> um but i didn't mind i think that's just a case of trailers well, yeah um, nothing not everything has to be a surprise no it can no. be you can you it's it's fine if a story says oh hi this is going to be he's yeah. going to be this guy in a, you know that you've seen that that's not a problem i don't think with the story i'm going going back to um to that early scene actually and and what what rick was saying about how it's called out that um yeah picard hates children mm. i really liked that and then i i liked how in that scene picard was he was kind of really warm and came across like a granddad. like a granddad yeah I, and I really liked that, and it made me think of um, a scene in Generations where Picard discovers that his whole family is burnt to death in a fire in a oh, barn. It's like, Hooray, welcome to the TNG movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, it, I don't know, it's not, it wasn't a brilliant decision in TN in in Generations to do that. I think it does feel a bit too obvious that it was to give. Patrick Stewart a chance to do some acting but but that being said um there's a really there's a great scene in Generations where Picard sits down with Troy and talks about how cut up he is about the death of his nephew and he talks about how he it never really bothered him too much that he didn't have family or that he hadn't had kids because he had his nephew there and his nephew was kind of like the son he never had and he he knew his nephew would carry on the Picard name, and then he he was he was really cut up when his nephew was um, burned to death. <laughs> uh, obviously, because he was sad because he died, yeah. but also because it hit him really hard that he suddenly realised that he he you know he he'd sort of run out of time in a way to have his own family, and it, it just reminded him of how he didn't have a son and and. And I really liked in mm. this episode we kind of see Picard really warming to that that yeah. young boy like a kind of a father figure to mm. him. And it just I know, it all just felt like everything was right with Picard's character. All yeah. of the things that were happening slotted right into his character as a completely logical extension from everything we'd seen of him in the mm. past. And it um yeah, I really, really liked that. Yeah. That was great. And I also like that um, uh, when everything went wrong and he left Starfleet, uh, he he never saw him again. The same mm. with Raffi. And both characters pulled him Raffi. up on Raffi! 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 No, never Raffi. again. No. Go! Don't! Raffi. No, don't. Just don't touch me. Rafi. Rafi! <laughs> and both characters pulled him up on that. Weren't yeah. Now, now you need me. Yeah. Here. That, and they both sort of said a similar thing yeah. to him. So he, I, yeah. And I kind of like that. Um, maybe Picard's Maybe been a bit of a dick, yeah, like well, in the last, and sort of, re- well, he sort of retreated. He retreated. Into he was and... heartbroken, and he retreated. Yeah. Whereas, and what, what was the the nun said? I allowed 
the perfect to become the enemy of the good. Yeah. Perf- yeah, perfect was defeated by good, something like something that. Something like that, I can't remember. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but he, yeah, he, he, yeah, sort of shown that he did, he ran away. He yeah. Could, he maybe could have done more, but he chose not to. Yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm really liking what they're doing with with the character of Picard. Yeah, just it just feels right to me. It feels like it's yeah consistent with what we've seen before and and a logical extension of of what we've seen before. Mm. And yeah, really good. Um, so, what about the stuff uh, the the other plot line that we've got on the artifact? Ah, uh, well, I. It I'm gonna, of... I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> well, because... it kind of, it kind of stalled a bit, didn't it? In this episode, it was yeah. more of a reminder yeah. that they're there. Yeah, to me, this this was the first time where I felt like the the scenes on the board cube added nothing to the story, other than yeah, as you say, a reminder that those characters mm. are there, and uh, that's that's it. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. What well, didn't. Was that... There was there that go. tiny little thing about um, I can't what what's her name? Um, not all I can remember is that she's not Darge. She's not Darge. Uh, she's Darge two point Darge two point Tousled one. Um, Marek. Marek. Yeah, confronted yeah. her with the with the knowledge that she wasn't on a flight that she remembers being on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that she is it Soji? Is it Soji? The other it's Soji. This rings a bell. Yeah, but yeah, and um, just that little fact that was that was the I, I think for me that was the only point of interest to take away from that. Yeah, from that it did feel aside from that we we were kind of just reiterating where we are with those characters. Mm. Um, but then we did get the. Um... We did get a, a, a news, a, a TV Romulan, like a Romulan TV interview that that Soji was watching, oh, yeah. featuring yeah. featuring the Romulan, that Romulan lady before she got assimilated, I think. Yeah, yeah. She was talking about the prophecy. Yeah. I think, and saying that um, the destroyer, the destroyer, who she called, which she refers yeah. to Soji as. Is some kind of being that will awaken an oh, army yeah. army of demons or something, yeah. and that that made me think that, that that sounds sort of like the Borg or something. It yeah. sounds like yeah, yeah. So it seems and like that's how ahead, they. Gemma, the, sorry. sorry, that's how the ugh, the the uh, the sister referred to her in uh, yeah. as, at the end of that sequence yeah. as well. So that's obviously what the Jacques Vache believe. The the sexy Romulan the, sister. Ugh. You're not a fan of her. I'm not a fan of her. I'm not a fan of that character. I'm not a fan of that dynamic. I'm sick of that dynamic and things. Oh, the, the kind, kind of, of the pseudo I'm... pseudo incestuous um, power play between siblings. Yeah. It's just it's lazy and it's annoying. I don't mind it. I don't mind it too much, but I do feel like there isn't much to a character at the moment. No. Yeah, other than ooh, I'm a I'm a sexy Romulan villain. Ooh, look at me now. <laughs> I'm so evil. Naughty. But I'm also sexy. <sighs> I'm like, uh, but yeah, but what are you but what are you adding to this to the <laughs> narrative? Yeah. 
sweet cakes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I what what did what Rick? What did you think of the uh, uh, scene where um, the characters did some suck sliding down a corridor? Um, and kind of had, and then they were all like romantic with each other. I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't hate it. I just, I, I kind of, I don't know. I wasn't sure that it really added very much to the, to the episode. That's all. Yeah. I, I think maybe I hated it. <laughs> but you I said you didn't hate it the first time you I watched it. I didn't hate, no, you're right. I didn't hate it the first time I watched it, but the second time, when that bit came on, I was like, oh, do you know what? I'm going to get another glass of wine. This is, this is my time to exit. Um, but it, I don't know. No, hate it, hate it is a strong word. It's not like it kind of ruined the episode for me or anything like that. I just felt like it, I don't know, it fell a bit flat for me. I just sort of thought, do we need another scene that that is just telling us that these characters have feelings for each other? I felt like I knew that already. Or do they? I know what you mean. You know what it reminds me of. It reminds me of this is a this is a very specific reference. Um, but 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 you know, list, listeners will some listeners will know what I'm, what we're on about. So in this in the second season of, of Alan Partridge, um, <laughs> Alan Partridge's assistant is talking to Alan about um, like a like her and a date she went on, and they got caught in some rain and she's really excited about it and she's excited about what happened when they got caught in the rain and they and for them it was a very exciting special moment but alan alan Parker just doesn't get it and he's like lynn you, you lynn you're la- you're talking about weather or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> you're laughing at you're laughing at weather <laughs> and he just doesn't get it and i can imagine if you know soji and narek were talking about yeah. this going and to, to trying to explain to anyone else about how special it was that they slid on their socks in a board cube, you're like, oh, Jesus, it's just what? You're talking about socks. <laughs> talking, talking about, about You're talking about a health and safety situation in a corridor. <laughs> yeah. That corridor should have been off limits if it was so slippery. <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah, exactly. It's a health yeah, exactly. That's a very good point, actually. It's a very good point. Yeah, they could that have fallen a stupid over. Corridor. Why would the Borg have a slippy corridor? Well, maybe it was. Maybe they used to grit it, and it's uh, everyone's asleep now. Aren't maybe they? So, that's a good point. I um, guess they didn't. I guess they never took their shoes off, so they wouldn't have been. I mean, Narek yeah. was lying when he said it was like a, a Borg ritual. Borg wear shoes. Maybe they have all like gunky implants all, like, on, all over their feet, yeah, so they sticky don't. Implants. Yes, they don't slide about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I, I don't know. I mean, I know that Borg have their arms changed for specific mm-hmm. tasks but i think they're yeah. Te- teeth brushing um, to- toilet cleaning <laughs> all picking, sorts of stuff picking stones out of horses yeah. hooves yeah yeah um but yeah i did i did feel um that in this episode i i, I didn't feel like the plot on the board cube moved along mm. massively but you know i was i i felt like all of the great stuff uh on um on that Romulan Connolly the the the, the story there uh was really it was really really strong so mm-hmm. I didn't mind that the board cube stuff wasn't wasn't particularly pacey yeah. or essential this time. Um, I um, yeah I what what did you guys think to the 
bit where Picard, uh, he seemingly, he seems to be deliberately trying to cause mm, some trouble in yeah. that in that Romulans only bar. What do you th- what do you guys think is what was your take on I his was motivation? Assuming there? he was trying to create a situation where the guy would have to come and save mm. him. That was my assumption. That's... Not that he was just kicking off and causing trouble because he felt like it. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. mess with these guys. He'd had because I am a... pissed off. He just downed a bottle of the eighty six. <laughs> he was like, right, get this fucking no Romulan sign on the floor. <laughs> Let's have it, guys. I'm eighteen. <laughs> no, I, I I agree. I don't think it. Was. I think I think you're right. That that seemed to be his motivation mm. to me that he wanted to get himself in a situation that would force um yeah mm. his uh, warrior uh, nun dude friend to step in and what what, what did you think rick I, I have to admit i i thought maybe he just kind of was just a bit fed up and he's like i don't give a shit anymore and he was annoyed by that sign and he thought no i'm not going to i want to i want to mm. drink <laughs> i've had a terrible day <laughs> um, I've got some money, so you know I can pay for it. And I was, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I didn't. I mean, I think you guys are probably right. I I, I thought maybe it was more well, that he he kind of he kind of he he was back. He was back where in a place where he was he he was going to offer sort of salvation, and he hadn't been able to. And and I don't know. I, I imagine Picard is still somebody that bears the responsibility of 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 you know of the federation's failings on his own shoulders to an extent even though he knows even though he's kind of split from them he takes a personal responsibility for what happened and i I don't think it was that level of gravity that made him go to that bar i just think i just got the sense that he was just a bit fed up and annoyed about what had happened and Mm. he just Mm. he, he was just like this is yeah i i think he kind of made wanted to make a point but from what you guys well i that's interesting you said because i asked the question because i that was my initial thought what Mm. you said Gemma, that that was his motivation to to kind of manipulate in a way his Mm. his um uh, romulan warrior nun friend to get involved but actually uh then i kind of thought well is that a bit irresponsible for picard is that is that really what he would do um and i i don't know i i but but the whole he would the whole thing was irresponsible mm. the whole landing on this planet was irresponsible deep causing trouble he, he also uh do you think there was um an element of her pride because there was the the quip that raffi made early on about them having statues to him on this planet fine Let's go to Vashti. Check out that big statue of you. I mean, they must have put up at least one. Oh, uh, yeah. Do you think when he went down there and and saw how, you know, not only had it not worked out, that there was hostility towards him, do you think there was an element of her pride? That's an interesting point because there is that bit where he, when they arrive there, he, Rafi can't get them through the mm. planetary shield, can can she? No. And he says, "Well, just 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 telephone them and say, I'm old here. Picard is here." And, and she was like, "Dude, I tried that. That's the first thing I tried." And he's like, "Oh." Um, so yeah, you might be right. Actually, yeah. maybe there was an element of her pride. 
And that that's um, that seemed to be playing out in the scene when he first goes down there. He says mm. he says hello to everyone in yeah. in Romulan, and everyone's like, "Fuck off, <laughs> <laughs> you're terrible." <bastard." laughs> yeah, so you might be right there mm. because. Um, it did seem like it was maybe a bit irresponsible for Picard to get himself into a sort of a potentially a bar fight situation yeah. where someone might get I killed guess. and then uh, someone got killed. Yeah, and then he got really cross with him because he killed him. It's like, well, <laughs> yeah. I'm an assassin. Yeah. That... I don't know what I do. Oh, no, but do you know what? I, li- I liked I liked. Oh, I know, yeah, I know. Because, I know. again, I, th- I thought that was consistent with Picard's character. Well, oh, yeah. I I did think um, when uh, when um, Space Elf stepped in and murdered a man for Picard, I mm. did find myself thinking, is that how Picard wanted mm. the situation to go down? Would Picard is well? Wait a minute, is Picard the diplomat okay with seeing a man murdered in in front of him? And I, I really liked when they got back yeah, to the ship. Yeah. It turns out, no, he wasn't that that cool with that. <laughs> he wasn't completely unreasonable about it, but he, um, he got it. He got pretty stern. He did. And he said, he gave him the right telling off. Yeah, he was like, "I'm in charge. I'm your captain. Uh, don't <laughs> don't do any. Tell you. Yeah, don't do any murders unless I say so." And he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, okay, fair enough." Now you listen to me carefully. I will benefit by your skill and your courage, but if you find yourself to my cause, I will tell you when to fight and when to refrain. And I, I liked that. Again, I thought that was another, um, that was a, like an important moment for Picard's character, just a reminder that Picard isn't out there for, he doesn't want to see people killed. Um, and he, he did have some sympathy, I think, for that uh, Romulan, ex-Romulan senator. Yes, yeah, I think he did. Yeah. Um, I also, uh, I really liked the, it, it felt like in that situation we were going to build up to a sort of a bar fight where there'd be some elaborate martial arts sequence which would showcase uh, Space Elf's skills. Yes. But actually we didn't get that. We had a, a quite a quick, short uh, sequence which ended in a in a violent beheading. Yeah. And I, but I... But I liked that because it felt very, uh, it felt like he was like a samurai and he was getting straight to the... He's a ninja. He's not a samurai. I think he's more like a samurai. He's not a samurai. He's an assassin. Can we say he's a... Well... He's... No. Yeah, but I guess he doesn't have a... Samurais don't jump around for one thing. They stand firm. Uh, But he doesn't have like... Well, I suppose he does have a master. Or does he have a master? Isn't a samurai? It's more a... like I mean that order no. of nuns are a bit more like the not the Knights Templar, aren't they? Because they protect they protect people on I think. Yeah, they so, do. I mean, That's one of the things they do. Yeah. Um, so I don't yeah. know. I mean, I think they're kind of a blend of of all all of those, aren't they? I mean, I I get confused mm-hmm. between ninjas and samurais because they seem to have you know transferable well, Samurais type. were like were like knights. They were soldiers. Yeah. But were they, they were knights, like knights. Who, knights who didn't have a cause? I no, thought. no, no. A show, a, uh, what's that? Let's say, um, what's the name? Uh, there's a name. There's a name for yeah. a samurai without a master. Ronin. Ronin. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. That is exactly yeah. what I was thinking of. Yeah. But um, but yeah, right. um, and, and I guess ninjas are more stealthy, aren't they? They they 
their their yeah, skills they're, are hiding and they're speaking. Yeah. yeah, but there's an element of a kind of a Shaolin um, monk to him as well because yeah, yeah. of the whole monastery yeah. thing. But anyway, whatever kind of <laughs> confused uh, head <laughs> canon I have around what kind of martial artist I think he is, well, I like that he from was a, a completely different culture. Yeah. So, but I like that he was his uh, fighting style was quick and brutal and efficient mm. and to the point. That felt like that made him a more of a badass warrior than someone who would be like, like doing flips and stuff. Oh, wait, he did do a flip. (laughs) But yeah. But yeah, my point is it was quick. I thought it was good. (laughs) It was an efficient flip. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Super efficient. (laughs) And and a spin. Yeah, a good spin. Did you guys, when, because in this episode, um, the, the captain, um, is it Cristobal? Chris, what's his name? Cristobal Rios? Is it? Is that it? I should. Yeah, should Rios. Rios. Uh, he's talking about what's happening in the sort of the sector where uh, Vashti is. He's talking about how it's ruled by uh, some sort of some guy who's got an old Klingon bird of prey. Yeah, yeah. Well, he <laughs> says an old bird of prey, doesn't he? he doesn't mm. say it's um an old bird killer. of prey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and. And I have to admit, um, so I'm not quick on the uptake sometimes with these things. I didn't get think that we might see it, but we did, and that was pretty. That was really cool. Yeah, that was that was, that was great, and and that was that was cool. That was that was an, a great thing to do. Uh, I, lo- I love that it was like an old original series style Romulan bird of prey as well. Um, I think, at least, I think it was. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's the ones we it. see in. Um, it's Errand of Mercy. I think we see them there. Yeah. Is that the one? The, the one where we? Yeah. Is it? Is that? Is that where we see one of them? Or am I, I might be getting. I, might I be think getting... so. Or um, which one is? Or is it Balance of Terror? Maybe that's it. Yeah. That the one where it's kind of like a submarine, kind of. Based. Yeah. It's like a yeah. It's effectively the two ships are submarines, and they can't sort of mm. see each other, but they're both oh, really yeah. close by, and it's it's really tense. Mm. It's really brilliant. Rick, yeah, uh, Rick, Rick Everson would know, but he would. Uh, he would. He's full of he's full of coronavirus. So wow, yeah. Yeah. Oh, geez, <laughs> he's not. Um, no, no. Well, he might be. <laughs> yeah, we don't know, but I'm sure he'll pull through. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we get we get the excitement of a of an attack from a Romulan bird of prey, which yeah. is really cool. But then a little a little tiny ship shows up. What? And you're like, what the hell is that ship? Is and then, and they kind of work together and they kind of slice a wing off the bird of prey, which is Very really nice. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then like that ship gets damaged, and so Picard. Says, oh, let's beam, beam him over, beam him over. Go on, beam save him his over. life. Beam Ca- him Captain over. Captain Rios is like, okay, we'll beam him over, and they beam him over. But it's not a dude; <gasps> it's a lady. A lady. It's, it's only, not only any old lady. It's flipping seven of nine. <laughs> you want me a ship, Picard? <laughs> that was that was pretty awesome. That's so uh, cool. And she was like, do you owe me a ship, Picard? And then she passed out. He's so cool. Episode end. <laughs> a little like, bit ah. cheesy, but cool. I love, you're right, it was a little bit cheesy. and, and I, But I love that it rode, it rode right to the edge 
of cheese. <laughs> uh, because it, gave at, it a good licking. But at the very end of cheese is 100% <laughs> awesome. And that's what it hit, I think. Yeah. For me, it was the, yeah, it just held back from going too far into cheese nonsense <laughs> and kept it on the right side of awesome. So it looks yeah, like it. she's going to be a long-term character then. Well, I guess she's we part do. part of the Motley crew. We don't know, but that, that does seem to be what's... Yeah. What the setup could be. Oh, yeah. I would really love it if that was the case. And then, and it seems like they've clearly met each other before, judging mm. by the judging yeah. by the interaction. I guess he would know who she is, wouldn't he? And she might know who he is. Yeah, but he's Jean Luc Picard, and she's Seven of Nine. And so they're going to yeah, they're going to know who each other are at least. But it, but it felt to me. And I might be reading too much into the performance, but the way they spoke to each other, it felt like they had met before. Yeah, yeah it belied a bit of familiarity. I, f- I, I felt anyway. Yeah. And she obviously, you know, helped them for a reason, I guess. Yeah. But then, yeah, they could just have. Maybe she'd been similar. tracking that bird of prey for the last six months and she was, <laughs> yeah, was going to oh, take yeah. it down. Because they mentioned now they that, that, Something I forgot to mention, the whole Rangers thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. I like that. It was a nice little bit yeah. of subtle world building mm. and a throwaway comment that made you go, ooh, oh, I'm interested in that. But the Kira sector is in the Fenris Rangers territory. Was. The Rangers just do not have the resources to keep up with the chaos out there anymore. Because Fenris, because so- they call the Fenris Rangers and Fenris is a character from Norse mythology, right? Yeah. It's, like a, it's a big wolf from... Yeah, yeah. Swallowed the sun at Ragnarok. Yeah. Oh. And Annika and Seven of Nine has Scandinavian ancestry, so... Yeah. Oh, oh okay. That's that? interesting. So I'm just going to have to make sure I'm correct about that. Anyway, yeah. Mm. Um, but... Yeah, and there was a there was some uh, again that was that was some nice world building that when Picard was in that sector sort of helping to set up that Romulan colony that was a that was a stable area of space and then since then um, you know things have things have de- degenerated a bit and I like I quite liked that Picard was a little bit out of touch with his history of that area like he hadn't kept track of. Of what the current political situation was in that particular area of space. So yeah. that was cool. kind of like a Wild West area of space. Yeah, yeah, mm. definitely. Yeah, frontier. But I, I was, I was not expecting um, that ending, and I was, I was thrilled by it. I got to yeah. yeah, it's just, it's just a great moment in Star Trek history, isn't it? It's, definitely. It only previously existed in fan fiction, and and comics maybe i mean i imagine those characters have met before in books and they must have in comics and things but on screen wow so cool yeah i would even go so far as to say it might be one of me might be one of the greatest endings of any star trek episode that i've ever seen Wow. So cool. Yeah, that is a big play. <laughs> I know, I know, but I've had like three glasses of wine, <laughs> so really enthusiastic. But I, I overall and I really enjoyed this episode and it felt like um 
I don't know what you guys thought, but it, this felt a bit more standalone to me, although it was very much part of the overall story. Mm. Because they, instead of going to um, to Freehold, or wherever it was they were going, uh, they they took a bit of a detour and had a sort of a one-episode adventure um, mm. on this, this Romulan colony and it, and it felt a bit it felt like a like an episode with a beginning and a, a middle and an end whereas the first three episodes felt like they were yeah. part of sort of one big episode in a well, way once again it, it yeah it, it lends to the three-part pilot yeah I, th- I think so yeah. and this felt like it was the start of a yeah almost like a new little adventure um Cheeky little aside. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I just I just feel like we after this episode we know a whole lot more about the Romulans mm. than we did before. We've seen a lot more different uh, Romulan haircuts. Yeah. So that's... You are a fan of that, aren't you? I was like, oh, there's the old style haircuts. Oh, there's a guy who doesn't have an old... There's a whole mixture of haircuts. Oh, my <laughs> word. <laughs> there was one thing I thought as we watched this episode, as I was, well, yeah, as, yeah, um, yeah, that this probably doesn't work, but I'm wondering, I'm wondering what, um, what's the name of the, what's the name of the Romulan warrior guy? Um, Elgor? No, Algor. Algor, <laughs> yeah. Elgor. Thinking, because he seems like he's, He's an orphan. He's he's been he's being looked yeah. after by those those nuns. I was thinking, what if he's um, what if he's the son of one of the of, of Nero from the twenty oh nine Star Trek? Oh, okay. of, just, oh no, that's too. No. I know, I, I know it's too. I know it's too sort of. But I, I did, I did think that, that that's just a, that's just um, yeah. I, I did, I did wonder about that. that but yeah, I think you're right. It would be a bit no. Tough. I don't. I he was just an orphan In, boy that just interestingly just enough fell into the right place. Yeah. Um, one of one of my friends at work was had a theory that um, the uh, the rough tough um, renegade cigar smoking pilot Mm-mm. could be maybe the son of Riker and Troy. <laughs> what? Because he's got a beard? No, because <laughs> he's like. <laughs> Because he's like a bit of a rogue, and he's a, he's sort of a secret. But maybe it is just because he had a bit of a bit. But I I don't think he's quite the right age. I think he's slightly too old. Yes, to be yes, the son of Riker. He's, he's, because he's yeah, I, also Riker's more of a horny jazz man than a rogue. I would say. <laughs> yeah. But then I was thinking, well, he doesn't have to be. He doesn't have to be the he's son not of even that roguish, is he really? But he does have a beard. But that guy, that guy doesn't even have to be the son of um, Riker and Troy. He could be the son of Riker and like seven or eight different <laughs> women that that Riker impregnated over the course of TNG. So maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, could be, there could be little Rikers running around. He could have nailed someone in season one, and that's that's who who he's the offspring of. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll see. But this um, episode, this episode was directed by Jonathan Frakes, wasn't it? It was, what? yeah, yeah. Well, um, there you go then. It's good. Yeah, 
No, yeah. He, it's, it's, it's well directed, I thought. Um, you know, there, there wasn't any particular point where I kind of thought, ah, oh, excellent direction, Mr. Frake. Ah, <laughs> oh, 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 terrible direction, Mr. Frake. Yeah, but just the, the overall feel of it um, felt right. And I, I don't know, I think yeah. maybe a, a really well-directed of episode of TV is is one that you sort of lose yourself in and you don't find yourself um, yeah. stepping back and observing particular um, directing exactly, techniques or camera stories. angles. Yeah, because yeah, you're yeah. invested in it. Exactly. That's, that's a successful piece of TV, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I mean, it, it ticks a lot of Star Trek boxes as well, doesn't it? So we have mm. part of the story on the ship. There's an away mission, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with some peril. Um, it moves the story forward. The story's good. Um, there's also uh, there's a B plot, which isn't isn't that interesting. But, yeah. but in terms of the things that that Star Trek is known for, I think this episode ticks a lot of those boxes. Yeah. It, yes. Yeah. When you put it like that, yes, it is a um, a TNG yeah. episode, isn't it? Um, yeah. I, but it's a this is it's been a really strong start to season one. I. I've been thoroughly impressed. Definitely. Yeah. Um, as a bit of an aside, as we're re- we're actually recording this episode on um, Valentine's Day. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day, guys, actually. Happy Valentine's, Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, Rick. I mean, there's nothing more romantic yeah. on Valentine's Day than uh, talking about episode four of, of the new Super Star cool. Trek Picard se- no. <laughs> series um, on a Friday night <laughs> with a few glasses of wine. But I was going to say, uh, in the spirit of Valentine's Day, is oh. is there any are there any characters that anyone here might be developing a little bit of a crush on uh, in the new series? I mean, that's like there's always like when you when you watch a Star Trek, series, which one always, do I fancy? Yeah, who? Yeah, who am I into? <laughs> <laughs> I know who you're into. Well. Go yes, on. yes, you do. It's the uh, it's the it's the lovely blonde lady doctor. Uh, what's the oh, name? Okay, no, not, not Tilly. Not Tilly. Yeah, the Girardi. one who Doctor Girardi. Doctor Girardi. Yeah, Girardi. yeah. Um, yeah I like her. Good. I like her too. I would if I had to pick anyone, it would be Doctor Girardi because she just seems nice and yeah, yeah, you know, kind of, kind of a bit. She's got a good sense of humor and a bit nerdy and I don't know. Yeah, just. just just approachable. It's super adorable. Key to romance. <laughs> yeah, cute, but, uh, but also like, but also like, really capable. Like a she's a, bit, she's a leading a little bit pixie dream girl. She is a little bit pixie dream girl. Yeah, you're right. You're right. A little bit kooky. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, she's she does seem like she's come from the the Tilly book of um, uh, ditzy characters yeah. who are capable. Yeah. yeah, I like it. She's not her. quite as capable as Tilly. Tilly's well, got... I don't know. Like, I don't if think... She's like the leading scientist in her field. I think you'll find. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, Dr. Girardi doesn't kind of burst into a scene and sort of make it about her, I would say. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. Dr. Girardi is just an element did, of it. She did a little bit. I don't know. But... <laughs> she did bust into a holodeck scene. <laughs> yeah. She was like, oh, hi, guys. Is this a secret meeting? Or am I technically part of the crew now? Please, Dr. Girardi, join us. Am I part, is this a private meeting? Am I part of the crew now? What's yeah. going on? Who are you? Hello. Where am I? I'm kooky. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. I... That's a good point. 
Uh, but I was like, ah, Dr. Dr. Girardi, I love you. <laughs> yeah, so, my... um, yeah, Dr. Girardi, I would say. <laughs> Send yeah. you a meeting what... request. Yeah, yeah, I will do. <laughs> um, uh, what about for the for the for the ladies, Gemma? Do you like the the roguish beardy cigar cigar, cigar? chewing captain? Or the sexy space elf? Or maybe the older gentleman, Captain Picard. <laughs> <laughs> Retired Admiral Picard, I should say. I mean, no pressure. You I don't have to sort of pick one and you have to go. I don't... With... Or, uh, I don't... Uh, they're not... The rogue isn't roguish enough. Okay. The, the, the space elf is a is a child. Oh. Um, but he's an adult. He's, he's an adult he's in the not, He's a child. Okay. Um, what no, about mature old Picard? Too, um, I'm afraid he has reached too far maturity for my taste. Oh. Well, I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are plenty lady fans out there. I'm sure there are. Who, of course, there are. Who are totally when into... he was ever so slightly younger, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But no, I, I quite liked um, the uh, <laughs> the the battle. Um, hologram guy oh okay yeah. um, what like the kind of yeah, like, like kind was of drunk right. was he was he spanish or was he mexican I, 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 or was he like portuguese that... i don't know i don't know something something along those I lines i liked his I, I i do question the efficiency of having an emh who is yes, like but he's only simulating it isn't he he's not yeah, actually I get, drunk i guess i get yeah i guess you could say that um yeah that's that's how he but presents but why himself you would want Chilipides. why you would want that <laughs> yeah why would that be a requirement surely in a battle situation you want someone like you want like hologram wolf yeah surely well i don't know <laughs> Hologram you could have him in the, in the hologram bar. He, he could be the hospitality he hologram. Could, that would be way more fun. Yeah. Oh, talking of war, I did like the I did like the line that Doctor Girardi um, had, where she talked about there only being Klingon opera available, mm. music wise. Yeah. Yes. And the captain said, "Well, that's a long story." Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what that story is. Maybe yeah, yeah. because it's uh, you have to buy you have to buy the comic book spin off um, uh, issue sixty nine. <laughs> tell you <laughs> only only twenty two ninety nine from Amazon. Yeah, I'm, Je- going, I'm joking. It's not, going, going not. back to the going back to the <laughs> um, battlegram being um, a drunk Spanish guy. I'm, again, I think that's an issue with the with the version of the software that the captain's mm. got and he can't be bothered to call tech support and say my back my battlegram is stuck in um listless drunk, drunken, drunk, yeah, drunk drunken, <laughs> inigo montoya yeah, we keep calling him spanish we don't know that for a fact do we yeah no. it's ca- yeah it's casual racism i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> cultural insensitivity i like to call it uh, yeah, what you could say is like my um, hello, my battlegram is kind of like Inigo Montoya from The Princess Bride. What do you mean? You don't what's The Princess Bride? What's your film? <laughs> <laughs> and so on. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm that that element of it. I'm. I'm, I'm wondering what the thought process was 
for the writers going, how about all of his holograms are him? Because I don't hate it, but I'm just wondering why they chose that for it. I'm wondering if they, I'm wondering if it, if that was kind of meant to be funnier or sort of more fun than it's it turned was. out to be. I think it was. Because I, yeah, like you, I don't, I don't hate it, but I'm, I'm a little bit bemused by it. I guess. I think it was supposed to be funny. I mean, yeah, it, it, it isn't. It's, it's kind of, it's, it isn't not funny. It's yeah, actually funny, but uh, it's not hilarious. Is it? No, <laughs> not. Ro- I wasn't rolling around on the floor. Oh, <laughs> Look at this! One. They got another funny hologram. <laughs> I want to have one that's just as a lady and it's being a lady. (laughs) I'm the, I don't know, the one that does the, the, I'm the, fills the drinks machine. And I'm a lady. Because we've had an Irish, there's there's an Irish one who was, what was the, what did the Irish one do? Oh, what was he? Was he the navigation, the emergency navigation. Right, Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So we've got like an Irish uh, Irish accent is uh, mm-hmm. navigation. Spanish well, the, accent, maybe. Well, the, Spanish the, the Spanish one, well, the, the actor is Chilean. I don't, what yes. do they speak in Chile? Is that Spanish or yes. Portuguese? Uh, Spain. Yeah. Uh, Spanish. Spanish. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he's speaking Spanish. So, I mean, it makes sense that he can use yeah. his, his natural abilities to speak the language. <laughs> Uh, abilities to speak Spanish (laughs) I think uh, I think this episode might be my favourite one so far despite all of the criticising of the Borg (laughs) cube storyline in this I I really loved the everything else in the episode and I I just felt like it's really hit a a nice rhythm now Mm. um the pace is pleasing you now, is it? I, yeah, I don't know. I, I still I think you're just going to have to get used to the fact that this is the pace. I would like it to be a little pacier. I've got to admit, but I'm, I'm okay with it. And I, I, yeah, I, I... you know, they're not going to get to freehold until the, the final episode uh, of this season. Yeah, yeah, you're right. The next episode, there's going to be another. Picard's going to be like, well. I just thought it's, we'd have another little detour. And he's visit. got to visit. Oh, what's his face? Yeah, Riker and Troy. Riker and Troy. Yeah, wherever they are. I feel like I feel like once that there'll be a point in the series where it will start to speed up. I think because it will have to because the two storylines will cross over at some point, or yeah. or there'll be characters in both. There'll be characters in the individual storylines that know that are connected more closely to each other and. That'll bring the two storylines together. I think that'll happen sooner rather than later, because I think season one will end on a big, probably end on a big cliffhanger. So you need for that to happen. You need most of your cast to sort of be interacting with each other for it to work for, to you know, to work that way. I think. Yeah. Because I, I think you know, I I feel like it's. Uh, Soji's going to be under threat from Narek and his sister because they're planning to kill her basically because they know what she is but they're still sort of biding their time to make sure they fully know they want to know where um, where the others are Yeah, they, they want to know where the nest is don't they they do I think they say, so I think 
that'll maybe the this it, you know season one will just be the start of a much bigger story, which is great. But yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I can't wait. I'm I'm really I am as much as the B story this this episode wasn't great. I do think there's a, there's a lot there to to be uncovered. I'm 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 really interested in what happened to those Romulans that got assimilated. What what why that kind of yeah. Dis- why yeah, that, yeah why that why that messed up that cube for some reason because mm. and that missed and, and that whole thing about that that Romulan order that pre-existed the Tao Shiar and the hatred of artificial intelligence that seems to be an old mystery and I'm wondering mm. what that's going to be yeah it seems to be mixed up with the prophecy doesn't it yeah yeah the destroyer and yeah, I I really like all that stuff. I'm I'm intrigued by it, and yeah, uh, yeah. I kind of I kind of want more of a of a step forward in that story. Yeah, you know they're just and, gonna tease it all the way through. Uh, I feel like by the end of season one, though, we'll basically have most of our questions answered. But then I think, like you say, Rick, I think we might end up with a cliffhanger where it's kind of like. But now what? And then you're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> that's that's how you're gonna feel exactly. at the end. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, with emotion. That's speaking uh, with candor. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> candor and dribble. As always, yeah, yeah. Quite a lot of dribble. <laughs> I've been drinking. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think should we should we wrap it up there, guys? Yes. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you very much for listening. Um, and we will be back uh, next week with another episode, hopefully. Um, and, and hopefully uh, Rick Epperson will be back hopefully. as well. Yeah. He's not. Yeah. If he's not too poorly. Yeah. Cool. Thank you very much, everybody. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye. Do you realize how incredible this is? It's tradition. You ever noticed that bum? What? That bum. Oh no! I will say. I will say. Fewer things. Fewer things. Okay. Enough of this self-indulgence. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, our website is www.loweredexradio.co.uk. You can reach us on the Twitters at at ten backward, ten being the number and backward being the word backward. We're also on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash 10 backward podcast. You can also email us at crew at loweredexradio.co.uk. On a personal, individual level, my Twitter is at Will Turland. Rick Everson's Twitter is at TrekFanRick. And Rick Palmer's Twitter is at Mr. Imhotep. Hi, thank you again for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, you might consider supporting us. We have now have a Patreon uh, where people can uh, pledge small amounts to fund our ongoing projects like uh, keeping our website up to date, uh, um, new audio equipment as we're going along, and potentially uh, opportunities to expand our content. Uh, you can go look at this at patreon.com forward slash radio. Uh, if you don't feel you can donate but would still like to support us, we would love it if you could subscribe to us on however get your podcasts through iTunes, Stitcher, 
Google Play or we're on various third-party apps. And if you could leave us a review on any of those, that would be fantastic and would be very appreciative. Thanks again for listening. And please tune in for more podcasts from the 10 Backward Crew. Let's make sure that history never forgets the name. 10 Backward? Laddie, don't you think you should rephrase that? 10 Backward. 10 Backward. You owe me a ship, Picard. Ha! <laughs>